we were going to do some cool intro music, but we don't know enough about copyright laws to do it, so we're just three dudes trying not to get sued. And I'm Shane Wilson. Mike Frost. I'm Brian Copney. Alright, so welcome to the podcast. We knew that uh, when we took on this, that there was going to be some bumps in the road, some stuff we had to figure out. Well, we recorded a podcast Tuesday, and I hit a wall. I uh, recorded a podcast, and we've been talking about this for a couple months and everything, and was so excited to have it that I didn't save right after we was done, and ended up deleting the podcast in the process of editing it. So now we're coming back to do our second first episode right now, and uh, how I can tell you how elementary my mistake was. I was talking to my cousin Willie, lives in Pittsburgh, and uh, we were talking back and forth about what happened. And his eight-year-old daughter was listening to us talk, and uh, she was asking what's going on. You know what we were talking about. Willie told her that I made a podcast, but I hadn't. You know, I couldn't put it up because I lost it. And I could hear her talking back and forth. And she was like, uh, she was like, well, what happened? You know, why don't, why don't he have it? And she's, Willie told her, he said, uh, because he forgot to save it. And she went, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> the most obvious. Yeah. So pretty stupid mistake, but we're back together. I'm going to try to do another one. I guess the first thing we're going to get into is, uh, topic that one of the guys that I worked with had for us, and it was uh, breastfeeding versus bottle feeding. What do you think, Mike? I'm good. What so, about you, Cope? Sounds good to me. All right, so next topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think we need our two cents in on that. Not at all. I've seen a guy who was driving a Durango today, and I mean, on the back of the Durango, it said, boobies make me smile. And I looked at Jesse, I said, they make me smile too. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that TikTok that, that that kid was on there and he's like, is your life really that bad if you have access to a pair of boobies? Like, is life really that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Certain things that just bring joy. So I'm not dead against the, uh, like the women standing against the, breastfeeding by putting pictures of their boobs on Facebook, I don't guess. No. I'm definitely not against that either. I, I'll, I'll stay in mood on that point. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got rid of, uh, we had some squeaks in the podcast, and the one we recorded there on Tuesday got some chairs that don't squeak as much. What do you guys think we should talk about? Uh, I don't know. i tell you a nice hot-button topic that always gets us going is, uh, the topic of state state assistance, state assistance. I can't even speak today. <laughs> you know, the, the whole welfare scene, who should get it? How long should they get it? How should you qualify? I got my own opinions about it. I mean, there's a time and a place for it. But my biggest issue is people who are just living off the system. I mean, they're just cranking out babies and nobody seems to have any means or any outlook on doing anything different with their lives i don't know how you guys feel about it i think there should definitely be a time frame and some parameters set on state assistance meaning look you sign up i'm going to give you five years let's say in that five years you have to you know 
prove that you're trying to get a job or you're trying to go to school or something to that effect. Um, I mean, if not, then, hey, man who does not work does not eat. Well, I know that whenever dad got sick, we ended up on welfare for quite a while. And, you know, we wouldn't have had nothing if it wasn't for that type of assistance. So I'm not against it. But I know one thing. My dad was sick. Like, he was truly sick and just going to get on Social Security. And they actually made him do, like, community service to get benefits. Really? And that was back in, like, he had the, they had a bus they rode around Beckley. Mm -hmm. And he would have to drive that bus to get state assistance. And they did a program like wow. that. It lasted about two or three years. And I think that was a great idea. These people maltreat you fucking shit and bricks. They said you're going to have to drive a bus. Yeah, you, you mean you're not just going to give it to me? Yeah. Like, you know. But I, I didn't see, uh, and my dad was sick and had to do it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't think it's uh, it's a bad idea to have people do it. You know, at least they're putting in some work for their for the money or yeah. the, the well, I want to know where I was at in school that laying on your back became a career choice. I mean, seriously. Right. These, these fuckers just be popping out kids left and right. Yes. And it's like, hmm, I had it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> At a young age, too. I'm talking 23, 24, and you got four little ones. One in your arm, one in the car seat in the buggy, and two over here fighting in the middle of Walmart. Come on, dog. And it's, are we not educating young people, though, on, like, uh, how available birth control is? Contraception. You know, something like that. Or, I mean, are they making a choice to do that, or, or are they not understanding that you can just go get this stuff? I don't know. You can watch, I mean, look at MTV. Like, yeah. the teen mom situation. Yeah. If you get pregnant, you, you, you can act a little bit, you know, we can give you a lot of money so you can just pop out kids and just pay all this junk that they're paying them. Right. You know they're getting a kickback, period. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, are you going to go expose, uh, like, if a TV crew comes in here and they want to expose my life, they're going to give me something. Yeah. I mean, you have to be plumb foolish not to take care of yourself in that regard right they're bound to be getting something for it yeah but it, it still goes back to what you said before i mean there are teenage kids and i'm not even going to say so much the females but males included oh babies are cute i want one no you don't stop <laughs> saying that smack no. yourself in the mouth no. you don't want and this it action it ain't like the movies man. no it ain't, kids are not like the movies it's not this big baby powder you know everything's cool they are work and they are tyrants. They don't care how tired you are. They don't yes. care what you've been through that day. They yeah. are work. So that's if you right. ain't ready for them, go get you some birth control. Well, that's the reason I don't, get I don't have kids. I mean, Lance, I, I mean, I don't really care much for kids. I like your kids, but <laughs> Dude, I, can, I, I, can, I, I can hand them right back to you. Hey, listen. And leave with a smile on my face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, I love my kids and I like kids. But if you don't think I ain't looking for a, a period where... I'm sending kids home that yes. somebody else has to be the authoritarian. Got to yes. be the, you know, you got to keep this one in line. I get to spoil it. Yeah. You know, and I ain't rushing that, but I am looking forward to like the grandpa thing, you know, mm -hmm. where you don't have to be the bad guy and you just. My wife and I were talking the other day that uh, when we have grandkids, we're going to go to their house and visit. So that way, when we get tired, we can just get our shit. Just, and leave. Just leave. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing, but. Somebody needs to, I don't know, you're right, kids are a, I shouldn't say a big problem, but yeah, when you're young and you're not ready, 
they'll work. I mean, I know somebody that tried to get some type of assistance, you know, because they've been out of work and stuff, and they try to file for, like, you know, part-time disability. And the woman told her and said, listen, I want to tell you, right now I've been trying to work a case for a guy that's paralyzed from the neck down, and I can't even get it for him. I mean, what type of system is that? I mean, what type of work can he really be doing? Right. Right. Licking stamps. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. But I mean, seriously, that, that's, that's where we're at. Oh. Yeah. Some people actually really need help, and they can't get it. But, you know, what's her name down the street? Popped out 20 kids. Let's help her out. You know? Yeah, yeah you're exactly right. And it's like it's it's set up to, you know, reward for drain. You know, reward for drain on the economy, you know. Yeah. Reward yeah. for drain on the middle class, basically. And it seems like uh seems like every policy that comes out is uh who's hit the hardest is usually the middle class. You know? Yeah. One of the things that uh, I talk to one of the things I talk to guys about is there's just they think that there are victimless crimes. Well, I mean, I'm doing this and it's not hurting anybody. Well, welfare fraud is one of those things where you might not see the victim in the crime, but dude, I'm paying taxes every time I get paid. Yep. And you should, I have a right to expect the government to be doing something with that money. And it might not always benefit me in the long run, but goodness, um, I mean, paint my sidewalks. <laughs> keep, keep the crackheads from from stealing stuff yeah, from give you. Give me some representation. You know, yeah. do something. Instead, I, I I mean, there are people out there whose moms, the best thing they can do for their kid is get them on a check, right? Sign them up for a check, or you you're disabled, and they start telling these kids you're disabled. You can't do anything because you have, for instance, ADHD. Now, ADHD is a real thing, and it affects people in a real way. But is it a disabling condition? No. No. Well, I can tell you this. Like, I am a severe dyslexic. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you guys know that. And I have trouble uh, with uh, spelling and reading and everything. And it has been a hard issue to mm -hmm. overcome. But I did, mm -hmm. you know, through working at it and learning different ways than other people. So, uh you know, I, I can see where somebody has to overcome something like that, that they can't help. That's a lot of people will tell you that dyslexia is not a real thing, that people are just lazy. You know, they don't want to try to learn. They don't want to try to learn to do And it ain't like that. It just no. doesn't make sense to me, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had ADHD. Probably still have it. But I took a shit ton of Ritalin back in the day. <laughs> I was always wondering, like what back in junior high, you had to turn in all your medicine up front. And every day you'd have to go up to the office and get your medicine. I was the first motherfucker in line. I never knew why. I, I mean, I was the first one to get it. Right there. Yes. <laughs> you, um, you guys remember, and I'm not going to get all into politics, but um, I forget who was president. I don't know if it was a, if it was a Donald Trump, President Trump thing or President Obama thing, but somebody presented the uh, issue of if you're on any type of state or federal assistance that you should have to be drug tested. Right. Oh my God, these people like to lost their damn minds. 
thinking for any minute that, and I agree, you shouldn't be on state assistance laying up getting high. Yeah. Or, I mean. And, uh, like, uh, with me, I don't like drug testing. Like, I don't like it because I think people should be free to do what they want in their free time. But at the same time, I understand. And if I owned a company, I would do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't. You got to protect yourself like yeah. that. Because, uh, you know, if somebody, if they test positive for, uh, you know, uh, opioids and stuff like that, I mean, it's a higher likelihood they're going to they're gonna rob you. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to be stealing you blind behind your back. And then you got to go through the process of figuring out who it is. I don't know. What the problem is. I mean, besides, like federal jobs you know a lot of mining jobs and stuff like that a lot of people ain't even drug testing anymore it's just like you're high nowadays it's hard to get people yeah. to even work mcdonald's right. is offering signing bonus what yeah pro athlete oh i seen when i i went to mcdonald's the other day and on the glass in the drive-thru they got like this app now where you can like uh yes get your paycheck i guess or at the end of your you can, shift you can every apply day. right there yeah crazy yeah really yeah I, i'm still remembering the commercials where they said calvin got a job nowadays calvin would just be making bank up in there right but yeah i don't know if it's and it's not the young people let, let me put that out there first it's not young people who aren't coming out to work nobody will come get a job anywhere Dude, did you know that uh like if you got laid off when the pandemic first happened till like uh july of this year, do you know how much money you would have made in that span of time? I'm not sure. It was, it was some big amount, and they were paying weekly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was with all the stimulus packages and the extra money, it was close to $80,000 in that year. What have I been doing? Man? <laughs> right, yeah. I've been getting up at, at the quarter to five. I can't, I can't, oh, get, no, I can't get nobody laid me off in the stuff. Dog. Yeah. It, it's I, I have and I'm not going to put out where I work exactly but I know people who are at my job and I look at them and they're obviously abusing the system I, I'm not the person to, to run up front and say hey roll back the camera see when they came and see when they left but uh, man you talking about like I've said before a victimless crime well you wonder why you know the year end budget's so big and I mean you only worked Three days last month, and you turned in 80 hours. <laughs> Two right. weeks. Right. I mean, somebody should say something to you. You can almost expect somebody to say something. But nowadays, they're just happy to have somebody on the books, man. And I don't know what, like, I wouldn't make it not working. I don't understand <laughs> oh my gosh. it. Oh, my God. I can't even do it. Like, I can't even. I mean, I'm thankful I got a job. I get frustrated in my job 24-7. But my God, dude, if I didn't have it, there's yeah. no way. I don't. I don't know how people get by. I don't. Man, I, there's only so much daytime TV you can watch. I mean, there's only so many bags of Cheetos and cases of Mountain Dew you can go through. It's like you're like, damn, bro. Let me get up and go outside. I. I mean, this is just normal people. If I lay in bed too long. My body will start hurting. Yeah, I'll tell you what, too, man. Like, no purpose drives depression. Yeah. Like, you can Absolutely. believe that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel like you got a purpose, a reason to be going, mm -hmm. I mean, you can slip into it quick. Yeah. And you know what? The depression, that that's another topic maybe we can touch. Because 
I mean, depression is a real thing. It affects a whole lot of people, but for some people, it's hard to recognize, especially when you're the person going through it. For instance, I, I had a buddy who was, I mean, he was always complaining about stomach pain, back pain, uh, lower back pain, upper back pain. And he was going to the doctor and no one could figure out, you know, where this pain was coming from. Um, and next thing you know, of course, the very next step, they're starting to throw medicine at him. Next step after that, now he can't live without the medicine. Uh, now, of course, he's addicted it and he's looking back over this now. This is over the course of maybe five or 10 years and he can talk about it now. But he said that the main root of why it all started, he lost a parent. And rather than dealing with that loss and that grief, he slipped into a depression. Maybe he stayed in bed for a day. Then after that, it was a couple of days. Uh, then after that, he kind of quit his job. You know, he was just step by step. Next thing you know, that depression started manifesting in physical problems. That's why he's going to the doctor. and Nobody could tell him what was wrong with him. And they just started giving him something to make him feel good. Well, yeah, see, I think there's a certain point of that, too. Like, there's a lot of... Uh that uh, after somebody dies or something like that, there's a lot that you're supposed to feel. You know, you're supposed to feel hurt. You're supposed to feel this, uh, you know, feeling a loss. And I think that a lot of people will jump into a medicine before they've worked that out. Mm -hmm. Like I ain't saying that just because you, if you lose somebody, you don't need medicine to get over it or because I don't know what people go through. I ain't everybody. Counseling, things like that, yeah. yeah. I just know that I think that there's a reason you feel that and you're supposed to work through it. And then, uh, but what the point is to where you need medicine and don't need medicine, I have no idea. Oh, no. I remember I was 16 when I lost my mom. And I think I went through a long period of just being in shock. Not really depressed, just in shock. Seriously, 16, yeah. you know, and then, you know, dad forced me into seeing a counselor and it was just i didn't want to see the dude i didn't want to talk to the dude just leave me the hell alone for a little bit and finally after going so many times to a counselor and the counselor telling dad he won't open up to me well guess what motherfucker i don't want to talk right leave yeah i don't, definitely don't want to talk to you about and, this and finally you know dad pulled me out of it and you know you just you can, I can see where you can get really bad into depression. I, I've been in numerous times over that afterwards, you know, but I don't necessarily think that you need to always be put on medication for something right. like that. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to be numb to everything. Exactly. You're supposed to feel some stuff. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Especially with, like, dealing with guys, dealing with men. I mean, you like said you were 16. There's a certain stigma being a guy that, I guess you're society, yeah, you're, too, you're not supposed you to. You don't want to like people view you as a mental midget or whatever. Yeah. You know, they don't. That's yeah. Really, that's Suck the stuff people say. That's what they say. I, you know? I remember, and it's not true. Guys have emotions just like girls. Man. I remember, you know, I I can't cry. You know? Right? Yeah, I'm a dude. I, yeah. I can't do that. You know, and you know, in all honesty, I went through a while where I didn't cry. I was just like I said, I was in shock. That seems like it. It don't have to be on her birthday or her death day. It could just be some random moment. It don't have to be the holidays. And just one minute, I'm a water work. Yeah. Right. Just broke. Just something yeah. reminded me, and it just pour it, I pour out. Mm -hmm. You know, and it seems like I've gotten worse as I've gotten older. More or less, I should be getting over it. It seems like I've gotten worse. Nah, yeah. man, I tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's a sad 
reality that when you get older, you get a little softer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. <laughs> oh, man. That is so true. Yeah. Like, I'm easier on my kids and everything now. Like, and I, and I had to Kingston them think I'm tough on them. And I was like, you should have been, uh, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I walk up, I walk up to my son. He's, he's 18. And I, and I purposely rush him and I grab him and I hug him. And he's like, man, get off me. Boy, you don't understand. That hug's for dad. <laughs> That's a big softy. Cause I know pretty soon, I mean, he's going to be, I guess I'm hoping, Jesus, I'm hoping he's going to be living his life and doing something else. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as you get older, you start to feel a little bit more. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and time moves quick, man. Oh, it does, man. I, I mean, it's been twenty years. It's been about twenty years. But yeah, man, it's like seems like it was like just yesterday. You know, all that stuff went down. I mean, she she died in April, and then nine eleven happened that year. Oh, so I my mean, gosh, man. right? It's it, it, it is like. The 20th anniversary yeah. now. Okay, so yeah. it's been yeah, 20 2001, years. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, what I didn't realize, and I guess I, unless you're going through it, as you can see it, like you said, as a teenager, depression looks different. Like, dude is just mad, just pissed off. And I'm walking through my house like, what the hell are you mad about, man? You just got out of my pocket to the tune of about maybe $1,000. He's just mad all the time. And half the time, he couldn't figure out why he was mad that's it that's yeah. it i mean something i mean it could be an issue anything but in the same sense man you take that take the depression and being pissed off and then they go out kick it with their buddies next thing you know hit this smoke this next thing you know you gotta do the strong i mean it, it it it's something that needs to be talked about more just like i said the stigma you don't even think oh you're just soft you're you're mm -hmm. a mental midget you're a retard yeah. There needs to be something put out there about mental health. Like the NFL is having this big thing on mental health, but some of them dudes are legit crazy. I mean, they're just head cases. But, <laughs> oh, they go out there and yeah. just get brutalized by choice. Man, they gotta be. I, what yeah. you crying about, man? They make you making millions of dollars to play a game. You play for free. Yeah. But yeah, it needs to be put out there that mental health is a real thing. Somebody needs to deal with it. I mean, and yeah, man. If anybody needs to accept, like mental health as a, an issue it's dudes mm -hmm. i mean because when a dude gets messed up real messed up yeah. ain't no fixing a dude you know it's you know uh they men have you know smaller people to take it out on mm -hmm. and that's what ends up happening and that's that's the sex that doesn't want help is men and they actually probably need it more than anybody because yeah. just the aggression and everything something you know? small turns into an atomic bomb man yeah <laughs> Seen it happen a lot. And then, of course, you look at other dudes. I'm at work, and I'm hearing these dudes uh, talking on their phone to their mom. Mom, why are you being a bitch? You need to do this. You need to do that. And I want to go over and grab dude and be like, what are you doing, man? You know, of course, that that could always be bad. But, I mean, it, it's something to look, look into. You know, definitely an issue that we don't discuss enough. Yeah. I guess it's just taboo, you know. Yeah. That's it. I need to bring some more Red Bull. You know, while, while we got the mic running, um, I'm waiting for somebody to start sending me some beer and some whiskey up in here <laughs> to make it easier to do this podcast. I should have said that. I should have said that. No, no, that's all good. <laughs> if you if you guys liquor us up, it will get better. Yes. Promise. But I was also talking about 
are thinking about maybe uh like doing segments where like meet the locals you know yeah. like like bring somebody in you know talk to them for a little bit they if they want to talk about something serious we can if they want to sit there and joke or whatever if you want to come on here to call me an asshole in person instead of facebook i'm good like <laughs> yeah because a guy get called an asshole quite a bit on facebook you know? i'm good with that yeah <laughs> i'm good yeah, yeah you know like, like i got people get plum worked up at me and i ain't even i ain't even tripping you know they just mad as hell and then i find out i think they're joking too and then i find out like they're not talking to me for a couple of weeks and shit like that. You like, know? Yeah, you was for real about that? Like, you really meant that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to convey emotion across the keyboard, and I'm sorry for that, guys. Facebook warriors. <laughs> Just because you type it in all caps. I don't get that yeah. shit, man. <laughs> yeah, and the emojis don't make sense to me neither. I don't know what that little dude means. Yeah. I can't have no only emoji I really know is when people uh, are doing the uh, the faces and they're mad. Okay, I, I can get that. I mean, I'm not that that slow. Yeah. But I mean, maybe we need to talk about that. You know, people on Facebook. These these people out here got, I got ten thousand Facebook friends. Dude, you don't know that many fucking people, no, man. No, they don't matter. Yeah. Well, see, that's like I've had like uh, situations where I've been in it with somebody I love mm -hmm. on Facebook about people don't even know me. People yeah. don't even give to. They don't know my name. They don't care about me. But into it with them about them, you know, and then find out this like man i ain't heard from him in like two weeks and find out they're really jaded you know they're like oh my god <laughs> i had no idea you were like really mad you, you really butt hurt though right you go make it i mean on facebook i mean i'm really selective on who i yeah except as friends i got oh. i got half the people on you know sitting in limbo i, think I won't I... I won't delete them off because then they'll just send it back i don't want to you know, be Dude, I get more. <laughs> I get more Facebook yeah. deletes than I do friend requests. Yeah, by far. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm down to. I was like, oh, I used what, to be friends. 40, <laughs> what, forty-three, maybe maybe that many Facebook friends. But at what point, especially like uh, recently, shouldn't say recently, over the past couple of years, politics. Oh my gosh, mm. politics. Uh, I don't care how you felt about uh, President Trump or not. You know, everyone had an opinion, and it seemed like everybody was so sensitive about it. Right. If you don't agree with me, or if you post something against the president or something he did, oh man! Like you said, like real people, real family was was, was cut. Man, they were oh, yeah. pissed oh, yeah. off. See what I gotta like. Uh, I ain't really got a like. What I got a problem with whenever I'm talking about politics is whenever they're wanting to take a right mm -hmm. you know are they wanting to limit a right like say you've got somebody that says this person can't say this because it's hate speech and even if it is hate speech i i think that in america you should be able to listen to somebody talk and hate what they're saying but be willing there to fight for their right to say it yes you know you yes. just because they don't think like you don't mean they don't have a right to talk because like uh the benefits of freedom of speech will by far outweigh, outweigh, you know, any reduction of it because freedom of speech is exchanging of ideas, yeah. you know, and that's how you get further. And it's, you know, and that's like they say, you got to limit this person or that person. And I get it because there is some scary people out there yeah. like, uh, yeah. 
Like, this dude ain't a scary person, but what he can do is scary. Do you guys know who Tony Robbins is? Yes. The guy with great big hands. He's yes. the guy from Shallow, Shallow How to give Shallow How yes. the, uh, oh, the ability yeah. to see. Okay. <laughs> I watched a documentary with this dude. I've read a couple of his books, by the way. Right. Well, I watched a documentary where he's doing, like, his special, you know, where, where people come in to see him, and they pay big money to see this cat for advice and stuff. This one girl stands up, and she says, uh, he says, you know, what are you here for? He's a real nice guy and everything. And she says, well, I would like to know what I need to do to lose a few pounds or not eat an extra dish. You know, with dinner, I just want to lose a couple pounds. Teach me some. And well, two minutes later, this girl's up there crying because she don't understand why her dad don't love her. You know, like, and then you've got this one couple. There's a blonde with them, and the blonde stands up, and uh, she's she's pretty. You know, and and you can see the guy next to her. He's like, you know, trying to pull her back down. You know, step, go step. You know, real shy guy or whatever. Well, by the end of this, uh, you know, Tony Robbins asks her. He's like, uh, you know, what's your name? And then he cues in on the guy wanting her to sit down. Mm -hmm. He says, "Hey, buddy, what's your name?" You know, and and he stands up and he's like, "Well, my name's this and that." And he's like, "Oh, you know, so you guys are a couple?" He said, "Yeah, we're a couple." He said, "She a little hard to handle." You know, she put you through the ringer a little bit, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, two minutes later, this dude's standing in the chair that screaming means. that he's alive, yeah. you know, like, and you can see his chick over here. She's like, man, that is not where I expected this to go today, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, that's, I'm not saying that Tony Robbins is a bad dude. What I'm saying is somebody with that level of understanding of the way the human mind works decides to go bad. Yeah. That's whenever freedom of speech is scary, but it should never be. In my opinion, should never be limited. If you don't like what somebody's saying, tune them out. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you'll regret it when it's gone. Oh, and and whenever they do start, <laughs> when they do start clipping speech, don't be shocked when it's you, man. Yeah. Don't 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 stand around and act like, oh my god, I didn't know it was going to go this far because it will. Yeah. And there is despicable people out there that say bad thing about different races yes, and stuff like that. And uh, yes, they do. And, and you don't I, have to like what they say. Yeah, That's it. You don't have I'll, to like it. I wish that wasn't in the world, but it is. But it is. But uh, what do you do whenever you can't clip good people's right to speak for this guy? Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't clip people's right to speak just for the fact you don't dis you disagree. Yeah. You know. Right? I, I know. I know people who like their whole big thing is when we're sitting down talking, they're going to take the opposite position of whatever it is you say, just so right. just so we can have a conflict and we can have a discussion, dude. And yeah, I, I've I, I've lost a couple of friends over because I will straight call you an asshole. But right. that doesn't mean that we can't discuss it. The ability of adults to have a conversation is you're going to talk. I'm going to talk. We're going to listen. We're going to agree, disagree, whatever. And it's OK if you don't. And it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're not going to shoot it out like the OK Corral, <laughs> but not everybody is that mature. I mean, we, we start out talking about Facebook. There are people who will come on Facebook and you will purposely put out, uh, oh, my wife's doing this. I can't stand her. She slept with all these guys and we're having problems. Don't get upset with me when I see you out in public and call your wife a whore. <laughs> you just put out you there. You told me she was. Yeah, yeah, you told me she was. But, I mean, and maybe that was an extreme example. Yeah. But. But if it you, is what it is. That is what it is. Yeah. You're don't put it out there. Don't put your business out there. 
and don't ask for people's opinion on your business. Right. Oh, I'm so sick. What should I do? Get your ass up and go get COVID tested, man. Yeah. <laughs> Quit asking me Quit asking and go me. to a doctor. Go to a doctor. Yeah. Because that I am not. Yeah. But yeah, they, people people get upset about something that was designed and meant for, for entertainment purposes. When I mean, when you start giving that much of yourself into it, that lets me know that you have nothing else going on in your life. When you start pouring out into Facebook and you're you're fishing for compliments, yes, you're you're, you're fishing for oh mm. you're such a good person. I, I think I a lot mean. of people to uh, you know I think they have some type of we're talking about depression and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I know some people. Yeah. Some people get all upset when they don't get you know certain amount of likes, likes or yeah. comments or, or somebody gets more. You know I've heard people yeah. sitting there talking, man, how how do you get three hundred likes on that? Exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You, you know what? I posted a picture of me and my dog. You didn't like it. <laughs> Who gives it that? Matter of fact, if you want to be honest, since we're putting it out there, I don't like you. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's so much drama. I keep Facebook just for drama. I mean, I don't get involved in it, but I love watching it. It's good entertainment. <laughs> it's good entertainment. Dude, I am honestly, I can get sucked up for a couple weeks battling out with people on Facebook and, oh, then, I know. and then snap out of it and be like, dude, you're being an idiot. Quit pissing people <laughs> off. And my wife, she'll be sitting in the chair. She's like, why are you on there pissing people off? I'll be like, oh, I, I, I'm done for a couple of weeks. But I can't resist it, man. Whenever I got, got somebody on the line and I see they're getting pissed, it's... Oh, it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're that guy. <laughs> I am that guy, yeah. I am. Wow. Yeah, I, I've I will it. absolutely piss you off on social media and then continue on my day like nothing happened. I'm yeah. going to let you know. Yeah. yeah. I've got a cousin that, I mean, all you got to do is mention one thing about socialism and this dude will erupt. <laughs> I mean, that's all it takes. Just one comment and then, then close out your thread. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the next two hours, even a couple of days, he's trying. He's trying. Or he'll call me up. What you trying to say, bitch? Dude, it wasn't meant to be all of that. But yeah, he will get tore up. And it's not like he and I can't, he can call me and we can talk and, and let him get mad. That's what family does. But no, nah, he wants to be on Facebook. He needs that gratification. He needs other people to agree with him and or disagree. And if you don't like it, then you can just move to another country. You don't have to live here. Yeah. Really? Hold on, man. Right. When did we get here? I love the ones who voice their opinion on a subject. And then if I have one more person comment and say that this is wrong or this is not right or whatever, I'm deleting you. Go ahead and delete me, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't give no. a shit. I'm in line first. Button me, me, me. I you, tell can, you can whenever, hear my opinion. <laughs> you know what I do? Whenever uh, whenever they, somebody tells me they're going to delete me, you know what the message I send right for try to get in before they can delete me? I win. <laughs> gotcha. But I, just find, I just find it ridiculous. You want to come on social media, write your opinion on a subject, and then you tell them the subject that, well, if, you, if I have one more seriously bad comment against what I'm saying, I'm going to delete you. So, I mean, just goes back to the freedom of speech thing. It's okay for you to hear what I have to say, but I'm not going to listen to what you have to say, period. Well, listen yeah. to me, man. Like, uh, 
you know, like we's talking about like guy like Tony Robbins mind fucking you, mm-hmm. you know, just he could absolutely get you. And uh, people are just as, uh, you know, they get just as offended when you don't take their mind fucking mm-hmm. as they do when you try to tell them they're being mind fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in, in the long run, it's, it's up to you to realize that somebody's dick's in your brain. that's very true yeah like i I know people who have gone to school they've got doctorates and you're talking to these normal people and you don't think it but yeah it's a superpower it really is man i tell you what too like uh, and people like i ain't saying that somebody that has went to college and stuff like that is not an expert in their field but what i'm trying to tell you is that somebody that has spent their entire life in an academic setting where they're a super high performer yeah. academically and that's all they've been their whole life, you know, good on them. And I wish, I wish I was there, you know, but yeah. there is out of touch with the working man. Somebody that's been in academia all their life is out of touch with the working man as any athlete or any celebrity. Yeah. You know, they don't understand what we're going. They've oh, been, dude, they're, so they're, out of touch. they're just, they're superstars in their field, you know, and they're not in touch with, the regular, you know, regular dude just out here trying to trying to get by with nine to five. Who was that athlete a couple of years back that was on TV crying, talking about you don't know how hard it is to feed your family on four million dollars? Right. <laughs> right. Let me try. Let me Let give me it a shot. I'll even I'll even splurge for a vacation on four million dollars. I tell you what, oh, yeah, I he's give you completely mine. cut out. Yeah, like yeah. He, he said that, and then he was completely. They, they were trying to renegotiate his contract. Right. And yeah, and after that, they were like, you know what? I got a contract for you. How about you give turn in your shit and just go on to the house? But yeah, how about I just give you my entire year's salary and let me take that four mil? Yeah, I'll, let me I'll make see how it works. Out of it. Yeah. yeah, it probably is hard to, you know, when you're paying taxes on a four million dollar house, and you know, it probably is hard to feed your family. But you know what, man? You went to the NFL. And you thought you was, or basketball, you thought you were LeBron James, or you thought you were, uh, you know, Julio Jones or something like that, and you weren't. Mm-hmm. And $4 million is what you're worth to this league. So you're going to have to figure it out. Downside. But man. I would love. Live within your means. <laughs> yes. There you go. I, but I would love to figure out how to live on $4 million a year. Just like that. You know what? I think, they, I think somebody <laughs> should give me a shot. If you're on here, and you're making... <laughs> you have $4 million. <laughs> Let me show you how to do it. <laughs> I mean, but it, it brings me back to the original Dude, I point. balanced our budget, budget for like 150000 this year. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll cut them a deal. Yeah. They obviously suck with money, so they think it's a good deal. <laughs> Let me help you. Let me help you. But and that brings us back to this is why I guess we came together to do this podcast because some of these people, like you said, out of touch out is of a touch, good, good way to do it. Out of touch. I mean, their their opinions of the average person and how the average person thinks or how the average male thinks. Geez, we ain't even got into that part. Right. Yeah. But it's so far out of what really normal guys or normal people are thinking. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's uh, and you know most people ain't this extreme leftist. Most people ain't this right wing, hate everybody person that they want you to think that they are. Damn you know? liberals! <laughs> most people land right in the middle. Yeah, and I can have, I can have three opinions on a subject, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
I can't help it. Like, like I don't have to have one across the board opinion on nothing, like on any subject, abortion or anything. I can be for it in one circumstance and against it in another. Right. It's just, it is what it is because there is not a cookie cutter situation for any of the stuff that, that goes on. There oh. just isn't. For some people, you think it is, man. Oh, if you're not here, you're there. There's nothing in between. There's no, if you don't feel like I feel, or, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Either you're us or you're a them. Yeah. That's it. And I think that's totally wrong. Matter of fact, I'll be honest with you. I think that board, that border lies on, on the, terrorist sect i mean by definition you're trying to force your opinion your way of life you're living on me no yeah, see i don't understand that neither if you don't agree with hunting don't hunt man. don't go out in the woods don't man. hunt yeah. but don't stop somebody else that is and it's it's proven by science that hunting helps yeah. You know, if you spin out the deers, it helps. It helps the, you know, new growth. It helps everything. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, just because you don't hunt doesn't mean somebody else can't enjoy it. That's just where, that's where I'm at with most stuff. Like, yeah, I, that ain't me. But you know what, what? What right do I have to say no to this dude that loves it? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I think that's where a lot of people lie is in that area. You think uh, for some people, they have a problem saying, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or, I don't huge. know anything about that. No, everybody's got to have an opinion on every damn thing. I mean, have you ever seen, like, whenever on the Tonight Show or something, they'll go out, they'll make up this random subject and stick the microphone in their face, and it's some off-the-wall bullshit. And instead of that person saying, oh, man, I don't know what you're talking about, they come up with an opinion on this fake subject that this guy just made up on the spot, and they're wanting to, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Nick, Nick Pattywhack gave it all the world. <laughs> What do you think when they gave the dog a bone? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I wouldn't have gave that damn dog another bone. <laughs> Man. It, it's Sometimes it's okay just to say, dude, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Or uh, simply, that's not my thing. Like, hunting. I mean, prime right. example, hunting. I've got a son who loves it. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. That's not dad's thing. But I support you in it. Here, I'll buy you. I had to learn what a double mm. cam bow is. Wow. Yeah, me, you, and me and you are in the same place with our two oldest. Yeah, because I ain't into a lot of that stuff neither. So I'm glad they found each other. I sure am. I, I pat them on the back every day. I'm too fucking lazy to crawl my ass out in the damn woods. <laughs> Dude, you know, you know what keeps me out of it? The freaking weather, man. And and it's... I don't like killing nothing either. Like I'll just be straight up. I don't like killing. Like, I understand they kill the beef at the grocery store. I understand. Like, I'm a grown man. I know that shit's going right. to die. But, but I can go get beef at the grocery store. Yeah. So I don't want to kill it. It's already prepackaged. Yeah. Thank you. I'm lazy as shit. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I feel for I feel. I don't think I could go out, go hunting, kill a deer or, you know, whatever you guys go hunting for. But I, I think I could reach down deep inside me. And hunt down some of these crackheads in Beckley. <laughs> Easy. Easy. And not feel nothing. Nothing. No remorse at all. No. Yeah. You think, <laughs> think there'll ever be a situation where they sell crackhead tags? Oh, my God. I'll tags. be lined up. Look, I want three crackhead tags. I want three meth head tags. <laughs> See? They'll be like out measuring the sores on their face to make sure that <laughs> oh, yeah. this one wasn't legal. He just starts scratching. He wasn't ready yet. But oh, that's so yeah, right. dude, I, I, I've never been hunting before in my life. 
but wow. I, I see where guys get into it. Spend a lot of money in this stuff. Oh, oh dude, yeah. dude, fortunes, yeah. man. Fortunes. And I'm like you, man. I get cold, and apparently you can be out in the woods for hours, freezing. There may not be a deer five miles from you. Yeah. At least when I go fishing, I know there's some fish in the damn water. Whether yeah, I yeah, catch anything yeah, or not, I know right. they're in there. They just ain't biting what I got. But to be out there freezing my snikes off, and then once I get done and I shoot it, then I got to track it. I got to look at blood spots. Uh, too much work, man. Too much work. And then once I catch it, I got to grab this deer by the nuts <laughs> and hot. And if I don't cut it right, I'm going to spoil all the meat in there. Nah, man. And I really don't like people who, who hunt, I guess, I guess they call it rack hunting. I mean, they'll go out like there. Like a sport hunter. Yeah. yeah. And all of the meat, I guess, they're not interested in that. They're just wanting the rack. Now, see, I will tell yeah. people, like, uh, any of the hunters I know, if they have a deer they don't want to let me know. Yeah. Because I know how to skin them and clean them. I just don't like to kill them. But uh, I will tell, but a lot of people do, man. A lot of them, too, will just, like, do stuff like just take the head. Mm-hmm. like And it's a waste. But I guess it's it's legal, you know. I, yeah. guess, I guess I don't know exactly what the laws are on that, but there should be a law against it. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Can you imagine having to come hit somebody's house and just be lined up with crackheads heads? Hey, <laughs> 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 hey! But what you could do is, you know how you go like they got these real expensive mounts, yeah. like it'll be a bobcat in a certain position. Yeah. You could have like a crackhead, like <laughs> like, like hitting a pipe, <laughs> looking at you. You know, oh, somebody uh, walk in your house and be like, "Hey, taking dog. a shit in a bucket." <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Hey, you walk in somebody's house and be like, "Hey, I've been looking for my uncle, dude. I really couldn't find him nowhere." <laughs> like, man, he's tagged and bagged. You yeah. look him up on the DNR. Right? Yeah. He legit, he legit. I ta- I turned him in. Yes. Oh my god. How <laughs> I many crackhead mounts you got? <laughs> crackhead method mounts you got. I mean, I, and you know what? I guess we can't talk about particular crackheads in the area that we live. Yeah. Because I mean, I like my stuff. Yeah. I like my stuff. Yeah. But I do know that there's one in particular person that, you know, w- w- once you get the crackhead status. I feel like meth head status is one step off, but once this person looks like a strong wind could blow them away. I'm not going to say whether they're male or female, but good grief. I almost want to get out and give them a peanut butter sandwich or something. (laughs) But again, to reiterate what Shane said, I like my shit (laughs) at my house. And I mean, I don't, I don't like to hunt, but don't think for a second that I won't go in my house and rain down some... Look, I'm not going to shoot multiple shots at people. I'm one of those one-shot, one-kill kind of dudes, and I'm a center master ass. I like my stuff. But I think crackheads are bulletproof, too. So Right. I, yeah. I don't know if they're bulletproof or if they can dodge. But we're going like to find out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see them. They smoke a meth pipe, and they just see a different one. Yeah. They catch bullets and shit, like in the matrix. Oh, boy, just takes all the bullets, pushes them down to the ground. I, have you guys ever seen that, uh, where they talk about, like, 
the endorphins or whatever is released in your brain whenever you do certain things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like sex is like a five, smoking a cigarette's a two. Yeah, that runner's like high that. is like, like yeah. five or six. Do you know what it is when you hit meth? What that, whatever that number is, is mm-hmm. a 21. Oof. And sex and coke is like a five. Wow. <laughs> and there ain't no wonder they're out here blowing people. Wow. No doubt. Could you imagine chasing that the rest of your life? Yeah. And and never actually reach it. Yeah. Yeah. It's over the first time. You know, you still get it, but you don't get that. You don't get no. that same level. Yeah. Well, they always say you do it once, you can always get hooked. I mean, it's that powerful. Yeah. Nah. I don't need nothing like that. I see enough people on. You know, when you go on these websites and see the before and after pictures, I'm like, I don't know why this younger generation don't look at their pictures and be like, that, that looks like a great choice yeah. in my life, but you I want to look like that. Look Dad, like a sunken pumpkin or something. Dad, I'm going to go out today and scratch all the fucking skin off my face. <laughs> How about that? Hey, Dad, you know what? You know what Do you have a needle that I could poke between you my damn what? toes? You know what parents tell them nowadays? Chase your dreams, baby. Go ahead. Chase your dreams. Be the best you can be. Scratch your face off. You're going to smoke crack, <laughs> smoke big rocks. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's, it's I, I don't understand. People don't look at that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It is terrible. We grew up in, uh, in the era of just say no and dare and all this good stuff. And I always wondered, after you went through all that many years of school, yeah. what made you decide the first time, I'm, I'm going to smoke this rock? Come on, bro. You know what's going to happen. You know what makes you do it, man, is like, uh, listen, a lot of people I know out here love, oh, that's bullshit. But, man, I think that a lot of drug use could be prevented by the legaliz- legalizing weed. So you ain't got to go to a drug dealer to get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you get oh. exposed whenever you're chasing weed, you get exposed to these people. Oh, yeah. They're into other shit. And that's what leads you to. You know, they're like, hey, you like that? Try this. Try this. And you're a kid, you know, you, and uh, God forbid, as a kid, you listen to your mom and dad, which is the only people that have a vested interest in you doing good. But for some reason, from 18 to 22, you don't listen to none of that shit. The dude on the corner knows more than your mom and dad. You know what my dad said? Uh, Fuck him, he's an idiot. He don't know nothing. Here, smoke this. (laughs) (laughs) There, There was a dude in the news this past week that got arrested. Uh, by the cops because he had something like maybe 16 weed plants. And they asked him why he had those plants in his house. He said, because I don't trust drug dealers. I've seen that. I don't right, yeah. my own. Yeah, fair enough. Man, yeah. I-, I love that dude. Somebody in here wanting to get political. Oh, man, if you don't get that off of me. <laughs> man, if I wear that to work, do you know the kickback? Uh, for those of y'all who can't see what we're looking at, uh, someone brought us a couple of hats just now, and they're red. And one says fake news, and the other has little rocket man. Now, for us in this room, we're uh, we're all friends and we're adults. But I could wear that hat to work, and it's a hat. I would probably be laughing the whole time, but I know people who would seriously not friend me anymore like would never talk to me again because you came to work with a red hat on what the hell who decided that red hats were the stigma i don't know red's a good color man it's solid yeah fred durris wore for years right (laughs) they did yeah but and i'm about tired of uh 
all the people talking shit about old school Limp Biscuit. Shut the fuck up about it. What are you talking about? Huh? You ain't what? seen that stuff on no, social media? They what? bag acting like they got trash music. Old oh, school Limp Biscuit is not trash. I'm sorry, but I'll still listen to Limp Biscuit. I don't care what the heck they put out. I've always loved the dudes. Man, after the hot dog flavored water album, I was pretty well out on them. But I, I still, I some of the best times of my life was Limp Biscuit concerts. And I, I, I'm a I'm a music fan. And when I say I'm a music fan, I grew up around music all. all my life. Yeah. Uh, and when I say music, I'm talking everything from old school hair metal to old school R&B, metal, whatever. I listen rap, to all. 90s Night rap. Off. Oh, 90s bro, rap was the best. Don't get yeah. me on it. But I, and I'll say I, I'm a hip hop head to my heart. That's what I grew up in. That's what I'm. I mean, yeah, no I'm matter where I go. Definitely There's only one particular type of music that I've just never been able to get into. Country? No, no, I'm, I'm a country guy. <laughs> How can you grow up in West Virginia and not know country? I don't care if you're black, Hispanic, whatever. If you're growing up in West Virginia, you're going to know some country. You might not even tell your boys that you like Garth Brooks. Or you might not even <laughs> tell them that you know friends in low places. They ain't going to know anything about you anyway. Know. No. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I know it. I don't know it. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. I know it and love it. Just letting you know. But when it comes down to bluegrass, bro, I've just never been able to grasp it. No. I can't. I I mean, for most all music, there's some type of beauty and professionalism. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I respect people who can do it because I can't do it. But I I have trouble. I have trouble with, like, not, not all of it. I have trouble with a lot of bluegrass music. And some jazz, like there is a some jazz that I can't get into. Like you, we got to play every note at the same damn time. It's horrible. You know? <laughs> oh, I can't stand bluegrass. My dad loves it. He tries to get me to listen to it in the car. I'm gonna turn his shit off, man. It's horrible. You just listen to horrible music, Mike. I'm like, no. I said, that's what you listening to right now, now. My kids listen to horrible music. Well, I don't even wanna. I can't even. Sometimes I can't even talk to you about horrible music. Why? Because you think the Eagles are horrible, man. I can't. I can't get on that. I don't that, think man. they're horrible. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I don't think. Do I think they're talented? Yes, but do I like they're their talented. music? Fuck no, man. That no, Mike. They're not talented. They're legendary. I can't get into <laughs> the Eagles. I can't get into them. They're horrible. <laughs> didn't they have a? Didn't the Eagles more... have a song that if you had this album, this 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 one particular song was like twenty minutes long. I can't. I know it's an Eagles song. And if someone was playing it, I would know it. Uh, they're the ones that did Hotel California. Right. Okay, maybe it was Hotel California. Yeah, it's long as hell, yeah. Oh, man. Floyd's got a song like that, too, don't they? Pink Floyd's got a song like that. They're hitting me like with me, too. Right. They, Pink Floyd's got that's, some shit that you just tripped to. That's terrible. The song might be two minutes, but by the time you get done with your trip, you Oh, dude was on some shit when they were right. There's oh, no yeah. doubt. There's no doubt. He wrote what he felt at that time. Man. Yeah just a journey but if if you like I, I have to say this if you like music it goes back to freedom of speech i can tolerate just about all of it if you like it all right cool dude i don't like it i'm gonna go the other way i don't want to listen to it but if you're growing up if you're growing up in west virginia there's just certain things that are going to be in you they're going to be around you i don't care how hood you think you are 
I oh, guarantee yeah. at the end of a WVU game, you know what yeah. they're going to play. Yeah, there ain't nobody shitting between a pair of boots in West Virginia don't know country road. Thank you. I don't care. Oh, no, I don't care. Yes. Oh, I guess you hate that, too. What? Country roads. Yeah, I mean. Oh, my God. But you I, still know it. I know it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I just, oh, I'm going to jump in my car and I'm going to jam. Rock that on the way to the you house. You have bro. to in this state. Uh, yeah. They will jam it for you. <laughs> <laughs> just roll your windows down, brother. <laughs> I just. I feel kind of like this new generation of music that's out. Pop, rap, the metal, the rock. Be careful. What? Be careful. What? I'm just letting you know, if you uh, say you don't like a form of music that involves a uh, somebody that's not straight, you're going to be a homophobic. Oh, man, I don't even get that. Now, you remember, we're doing this because we're trying not to get sued. I'm not even getting that. I'm just saying, like... In the metal world, and I know I'm gonna have a lot of people pissed off because I'm gonna have a lot of people on my Facebook. It's metalheads. Oh, you gotta share the shit too. There ain't one band out of this new generation that I think can run the mantle of, you know, when some of the people that we grew up listening to die. There, I I just don't see it. Yeah. I mean, after I mean, a lot of people might disagree with me and stuff, but. Honestly, like Corn, Slipknot, those bands Slayer. are it. Yeah. Once Slayer. they go, that's it. Corn, Slipknot. Oh, yeah, metal's dying, man. It's, you it's can forget that. What do you think about Godsmack, Tool? Yeah, they're yeah. Sa- in the same league. Once they're gone. But you, you're saying you, like Godsmack you and Tool grew up is a little with... bit more popish to me than yeah. like Slayer. But, but the bands but were I still actually love professional musicians. They could read music. They could play music. Oh, and they were good. And I will listen to anything if somebody puts it down in front of me. Now, Godsmack, Godsmack, I like their music. I do like Godsmack's music, but you talk about simple music. It is. Like, it is. Yeah. But, I mean, but a lot catchy. of metal is. A lot of rock is. It's just the same thing repeated over and over. But, like, Bad Religion is one note on the guitar. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, come on, James. <laughs> but it's still good. I still love it. And I jam out to Godsmack to this day. Yeah. And I've seen them, like, five times in concert. Y'all want to know yeah. some, some trash music, and I, I'm gonna call it out do right it. now. I, no, I'm gonna call it. So, uh, let's say I have a record recording contract, and in that contract it says every four months or every four years I owe you an album. So my time frame's coming up, and I know I got this album. I have to have it done by tomorrow. So me and my buddy go in the studio. I said, "Man, play that beat from the other day." Oh, that's great. That's straightening. Anybody need some straightening? That's great. Anybody need straightening? Scraping, that's it, and that's the whole fucking that's song. A, oh, you're singing the yes. song. Yes, that's, that's every song. That's the whole song. And he said, "You know what? That was tight. Send him that shit." And they put it on the radio. The name of the song is Straightening, and the whole time that they're playing just music, just a beat, just a beat with some auto tune and anybody need anybody got some scraping, scraping. We we scraping. Anybody got some scraping? That's it. And people are listening to it like, man, that's the jam. You remember that movie Pootie Tang that came out? Yeah. Right? Right yeah. And, and they're like, I got the new Pootie Tang album. Here you go. And it was just nothing. But people were like, ah, oh, damn, Pootie's done it again. No, bro. It is garbage. And people are afraid to say it's garbage. And I'm going to run out there. You know what, dude? If you, I don't care if you're playing heavy metal, pop. R&B, whatever. If you come out there in a pair of pink chaps, a pink cowboy hat, and a pink thong, nah, bruh, I'm turning it. 
I'm telling you, I don't care how talented you are. Once you go to one full out extreme, I'm done with you. I don't know, man. I've watched Beyonce in that outfit. That's different. <laughs> That's different. I'll pay to go to that concert. That's different. But I mean, and even when, if we're going to talk about extremes, we have to go to the other extreme. When I'm in the car and we're listening to the radio and uh, I got my daughters and one is 16 and the other one is six, my daughters and Cardi B comes on and she starts talking about some <laughs> she, she plays the wild. Now I know what it is, <laughs> and I'm not gonna get into that. But that's not something I want my my kids into. Even the 16 year old daughter, I feel kind of icky in the car listening to that with her. But nah, and it gets more and more. It's like if I want to make a song, I gotta make it worse. Recently, there's a song out where Cardi B says she's gonna take this man in the house, push him on the sofa, and make his breath smell like pussy and mimosa. I swear, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done right then and there. I have to, I have to, I can't listen to the radio. Well, have you that. noticed that? Yeah, back, that's like, I can remember. I'll go ahead. Oh, have you noticed that, like, back when we were growing up, metal was the shocking genre of music? Mm -hmm. Now it's switched. Mainstream. Rap. Yeah, and right. mainstream music mm -hmm. is shocking now. Yeah. Well, I did watch Marilyn Manson one time finger a girl on stage. Well, you know, whenever he was back in his shock rock days. Yeah. He came know. out with Kanye the other day at uh, that little Ronda listening party. I yeah, said, yeah, what do you guys, okay, so we're on Marilyn Manson now. Okay, yeah. so what do you guys think about, like, that situation where a woman is willing at the time it happens, and then later she regrets what she did? Like, how's a guy supposed all to right. prevent something like that? Let me, all right. Like, so, like if she's willing at the time, like, well, that's like that one comedian that got in trouble for jerking off in front of oh, girls. Uh, he asked their permission before yeah. he jerked off in front of them. Then later they're like, oh, you sicko, you know? Well, to Marilyn Manson, all right, so I grew up listening to this guy, all right, since I've been a kid. If you think that you're getting a normal relationship out of this man, <laughs> With Marilyn Manson? Your head's fucked up already. Dude, like, first, when I seen him, the first thing I thought was, this dude is straight up missionary all the time. And <laughs> do I think he's capable of the fucked up shit that he was accused of doing? Absolutely. I would expect no less. But I guarantee you they were willing participants and they're moment their 15 minutes of fame has ran out so they're trying to cash in and get their name back out there yeah right Period. yeah right yeah stuff didn't go how they wanted but yeah i could i don't know what they were thinking you know think that they're going to have a normal sexual situation with marilyn manson right like, well he is marilyn manson i mean yeah um, i mean when you talk there are plenty of celebrities who get into these i mean i feel like if i'm the guy that's a celebrity and people are around me constantly. Let's say, let's say my five people who are around me all the time. Y'all know I'm into some freaky shit, man. Come on. <laughs> Y'all are the ones who are letting these chicks get close to me. So why is it if I'm the, if I'm a celebrity, I'm the one that's bringing money and that's paying everybody. Why can't you be the guy that holds the weed? You be the guy that holds my gun. You be the guy that if these broads are coming with us, make them sign a fucking waiver. Something, yeah. you know, but instead, now I'm brought up on Fed charges and all this shit. Now the rest of y'all are going back to the hood broke because nobody cared enough about this one person to say, hey, dude, don't do that, man. 
I mean, you're making bad decisions. Somebody in your camp has got to be close enough to you to say, this is probably going to get us put in jail, bro. Yeah, that's one thing, like, uh, like they've got to be willing to uh, hash that shit out at the beginning. Like, we yeah. had our conversation, you know, mm -hmm. uh, not, not about drugs and stuff like that, but about... We talked about hoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just situations that may come up. You know, they, you know, most creative people that get their start are young when it happens. Yeah. And they're bringing their buddies with them and ain't nobody thought about, you know, everybody's having this big party. Ain't nobody thought about that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, thought about let's, he's making the money. He's the meal ticket. Let's make sure he's took care of. Yeah. And they can't think much, much past that. All right. We got an hour and five minutes. All right. I, I think, think we're good there. Wrap good it up for yeah. okay. If you guys heard any background noise, uh, Sorry about that. There is a fully active family in the house we're recording in, so there's a possibility you could have heard some background noise. Sorry about that. But uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, maybe have you guys send us some ideas of liquors to try, or better even, send us some bottles of liquor to try. And we'll try them on, the, on here and let you guys know what we think. But we appreciate you all listening if you listen.